The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, June 18th, Father's Day weekend. Don't forget that or you'll regret it. And we've got a great show planned for you. We're taking you all over the state, all over the action that's going to be taking place from San Francisco Bay all the way up to our northern Sierra waters. We're trout fishing, kokanee fishing, and everything is busting loose. You know, Sep, it's not as bad to forget Father's Day as it is to forget Mother's Day. Just so you know, Dad will get over it much faster. When do they have radio talk show host day? Because I'm ready for the presents. It's, it's, it's every day for you. But go ahead oh. with your intro. I just, <laughs> I just thought I'd point out that it's not as big a deal to forget Father's Day. Yeah. Do you forget is. Mother's Day? Oh, yeah, that's bad, too. Yeah, that's a bad deal. If you're a, a husband and you forget Mother's Day... To your wife, you're yes. a dead man. Yes, absolutely. Even though she's not your mother, it's almost as bad as your birthday, her birthday or anniversary. No, we don't have those anymore at our place. We ended those, but we're going to get started with the show right now and get off of this train track. That's for sure. Well, I derailed your opening. Our good friend Alan Fong is back from Alaska. He's going to tell you about his great trip and some tips, and he's got some great new videos on his YouTube channel, Alan Fong Outdoors. He'll tell you all about those. And I got to tell you, you need to check out Fish Finder 101, Part One, Two, and Three. I even learn something you know how to turn off the, well never mind Kent you don't understand either what am I trying to tell you for Mike Ogney's up in Alaska he's going to be checking in with us from Soldotna right on the Kenai River Tony Zapolvita Greenwater Fishing up in Eureka is spanking him and had Alan Grossman and a couple of the guys from his crew down here up there for the last couple of days fishing with him I have pictures of fish rock cod ling cod that are absolutely amazing. They've had a wonderful trip. Randy Pringle joins us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Captain Troy Barr's got Barry Essa action for you. And there's some fish being caught out there, believe it or not. We'll go live to Eagle Lake. And, of course, Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, will join us with what's hot in freshwater and cold water opportunities all over. Let's waste no time. Let's head to a Sacramento hotel and hook up with Captain James Smith himself. Not live on the water in San Francisco Bay. Good morning, Captain. <laughs> yeah, good morning. You had to bust me out, didn't you? Don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> we busted him out. No, he's on a date with his daughter. Took her out for a nice concert last night. What concert you go see? Uh, we're we're in your backyard here. We uh we went and seen Chris Stapleton last night. A in guy England. is a, a real yeah, in Wheatland, yeah. The guy's a great entertainer. It was a great concert. So we decided to take Father's Day weekend and just do a little family time together. So I need that once in a while. You know, you always see me and me on the boat, but uh, once in a while, even even cabins need days off. So we're up here hanging out. Well, you might be taking a day off. You might be hanging out with a daughter, having a great time for Father's Day weekend. But I bet you know everything going on in the Bay as far as the halibut bite. Tell our listeners what's going on out there. Well, yeah, well, right now we're on what we consider crummy tides, seven foot, seven foot of water movement, seven and a half, eight foot, just really big tides. But, you know, the big story this year down here 
is the sheer volume of fish. You know, we're, we're all scratching out on a few clean spots of water on the bay and finding some phenomenal action. Um, my last day was Thursday. I was off yesterday. We had 24 limits of halibut on these seven-foot tides, 24 limits. It was just unreal. With big tides and, uh, and fast-moving water, that's amazing fishing. Yeah, and, and, and these are the tides that tell people to stay away from. In fact, I think my little buddy Lopes is off. If He took a week off, period. I know <laughs> your little buddy book. Lopes did. He's hanging up in Reno right now. Yeah, yeah. He's, I saw the tides. I said, there's no way the guy's coming out, you know. <laughs> uh, but but we run big tides, small tides, rain or shine, you know. We're seven-day-a-week operation. And, um, you know, even this year, it just shows you the amount of fish that are in the system of where these tides, we just they absolutely stay off the boat. And here we are finding limits. And, uh, you know, yesterday, a little bit a little bit slower, right? two fish per rod, you know, a little better on some boats. You know I mean? Just, it's just really good. There's a lot of fish in the system. So uh, it, it's good. It's rocking out there. And now we're about to be on some better tides. They start miking down uh, today. I think today's the first day of the drop. They drop six-tenths of a foot. And then uh, as we roll later into the week, it's going to get even better. So looking forward to getting back on the boat here. Um, looks like I'll be back on the boat Monday. And uh, we should start seeing a drop, and we'll see the effect of the drop because we'll start seeing, you know, uh, should see some even better action. And the fish, will, you know, t- typically we'll see bigger ones. So they'll start getting bigger as the tides get smaller. And this is when you want to be on the boat. So it's uh, it's all looking good out here, you know, just just an up year. And I got to tell you something, um, you know, talk with the biologists because they're – they're, they were baffled in the beginning of the sheer numbers of halibut. What they're saying now is that early in the spring, you know, we've had all of this crummy weather for so much. Everybody's seen what, you know, uh, seen the winter we had with all the wind in uh, February and March and even early April and the ocean had dropped down. I think out front we're mid 40, like 45 on the water temp. And what I was told was that, San Francisco Bay was the only warm water estuary to really speak of on the whole West Coast. And the halibut were just cold, and they just came in. The guys on the drag boats were not getting them. The water was clear. It was cold. There was no feed. All the life had piled into San Francisco Bay, and it made for the perfect storm of halibut fishing because, man, we've been experiencing it since March. And uh, that's just a damn shame. That's a damn shame, isn't it, James? It really is, you yeah. know, one for the good guys once in a while. Well, I know all you guys are uh, excited about uh, getting more than half the boats out of the bay when King Salmon season opens back up here on the 23rd, just a few days more to get to the second half of our season, and I know the guys are going to have a great season out there. Well, James, give them all the hookup information they need so they can get out, enjoy the cool comfort of San Francisco Bay on that big new California Dawn 2, or jump on the one with your other captain and have a great day on the water. Sure, the number here, 510-417-5557. Rich is on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com, also on Facebook and Instagram. can check us out. A couple spots open this week. Come jump on, enjoy a day in the A.C., and catch some halibut. You got it, partner. Thanks for joining us, especially on Father's Day, and you and your family have a wonderful time out there together and share all these great moments together that you can now because of fishing. Take care, my friend. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. Captain James Smith with the California Dawn, a great guy and a 
wonderful ride when you're out there on the water. He just uh, shows you where they are and how to catch them. Hey, you know, speaking of showing you where they are and how to catch them, a couple of weeks ago we had a young guide here on the show, Outcast Guide Service. Captain Justin Leonard joined us talking about some great action up at Englebright. I think you need to listen to what he's talking about with Kokanee Fishing there right now. He's got a quick recording for you here. Hey, guys, Justin Leonard with Outcats Guide Service calling in up on the lakes, Kokanee Fishing. Bullers Bar in Englebright. Uh, Bullers Bar has been fishing great. A lot of Kokanee. 40 to 60 feet deep has been the best producers. Pink's always. Um, I've been running a purple flasher and been doing really well with that as well. So uh, pinks and purples, I guess. And then the Arctic Fox rolling flies have just been deadly. I haven't really had to switch them out or anything like that. They don't get destroyed easy. And uh, fishermen loving them, but pinks, pinks for the flies. And uh, down by the dam, up on a dark day, up the river, there's some nice schools of fish up that way too. But they're all pretty much 12 to 13 inches with a couple mixed in at 14 inches. And then uh, down there at Englebright, we've been kokanee fishing that. And uh, you know the opportunity for a larger kokanee up to 17 and a half inches is there not necessarily uncommon on the lake itself but the fish themselves are a lot less than bullard's bar so it's a five fish limit down there and uh today i was down there we did all of our coking were 14 to 16 inches most of them were all 15 to 16 and uh you know really nice quality fish thick real girthy just good quality fish but they're just not as many as bullard's bar so i kind of like to say it brings up the inner sportsmen and everyone if you want the opportunity for larger coking opportunities down there but if you want pretty much a guaranteed bite and limits and bullard's bar is the way to go but uh inglebright is real neat fishery down there not, not very heavily pressured uh we're actually i've talked to a couple guys and we're going to see if we can't get some more kokanee planted in there because we have proof that they can thrive in there and they've never planted kokanee in inglebright these are all washovers from bullard's bar so with that being said that you know, they survive getting dumped out of Bullers Bar. They end up in Inglebright and live their little lives out in Inglebright and go up river and spawn just like up there at Bullers Bar. So it's just a perfect example of how, you know, kind of resilient and everything they can be. But they are shallower down there at Inglebright. So I've been running all the same gear, pinks and purples, and then, but just shallower, 25 to 40 feet down there instead of the 40 to 60 feet like up there at Bullers Bar. So there are less fish, but the quality of fish is much better down there. Um... And then down there too, they just did a whole bunch of uh, trout plants. So you got a bunch of trout down there too. We did do just over two or two limits of trout today while kokanee fishing on top of our kokanee. So kind of the opportunities there to catch some fish and at least be able to get away from the traffic and crowds a little bit. Bullard Bar can be hectic, but so can Inglebright's a lot smaller lake, but, um, we'll see. We'll see how, how this fishery goes and if it keeps on going the way it is, we're, Talking to a few guys, seeing if we can't get some extra pl fish planted in there. My theory and outlook on it, they plant 80,000 kokanee into Bullard's Bar every single year. And we, that seems to be too much. Let's take 25 or 30,000 of those kokanee and plant them into Inglebright. And then plant the remaining 50,000 up there at Bullard's Bar. So they still get their fish and quota and everything. And then give Inglebright a little bit of a boost, booster and see what it does. But I think the local fishery could really use it. And, Hopefully we can get something done about that. So this winter we'll tackle it and see what we can do. But for now, we're going to be kokanee fishing there all the way through probably August up there on Bullard's Bar in Inglebright. And then switch over to salmon. Salmon opens up on July 16th on the river up here. So we'll be fishing the salmon as well as kokanee just throughout the summertime. And uh, that'll be kind of the schedule. But if you guys want to get out and go fish, give me a call. 
530-277-6870. And also Facebook and Instagram, we're both active on it. Um, and with that, it'll be Outcast Guide Service, two words. But Outcast Guide Service, and we post daily reports and everything on there, and also all the contact information is on there. Thanks so much. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiber glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle head to dixon and check out ron duprat ford you'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers i know i sure do family owned and operated since 1956 it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the president's award for excellence in customer service and sales when it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got go to the best ron duprat ford and dixon the number one ford parts and service department in northern california it's where i go for all my needs sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. Elkhorn Bait has high quality rods and reels for every type of fishing in Northern California, from trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street and Elkhorn Boulevard, west of Watt, 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher Boats. The offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And Gone Fishing Marine's trained sales staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy 
paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage, all out to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at Godfish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or kingfisherboats.com. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose baits, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, as many of you have heard us talking about over the last couple of weeks, the uh, King Salmon season shut down out in the Pacific Ocean, out the gate, for about three weeks here in an agreement that was made between commercial as well as sport fishing guys. And I know that there's a lot of captains out there chomping at the bits right now that would just love to get out and chase some salmon right now, but they got to wait till the 23rd. Four more days of waiting, and you'll be able to get out there. Let's go live right now to the real magic in Bodega Bay and climb on board with Captain Merlin Kolb right now. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, uh, Seth. Good morning, Ken. Greetings from beautiful Bodega Bay. You, you got to be anxiously waiting for this opener or re-opener to start because I know there's got to be salmon swimming around outside your bay. Yeah, we're real excited around Bodega Bay here. We want to go out and, and chase them down and, and get after them. Uh, and the last time they were open, we had a great opener initially, and then the wind blew and Blew us all off the water, so we're really looking forward to a chance to uh, get out there and track them down again. Well, this three-week closure, I know a lot of guys are anxious, but you were able to fill that gap in there with some phenomenal rockfish and ling cod action, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, the ling cod and the rockfish were off the hook. Uh, Whenever we had a chance to get out, those uh, rockfish were really happy to see us. I bet they were. Well, what are your anticipations for this reopener? I'm sure you're hearing other guys talking on the uh, radio about uh, what they're seeing on the graph. What are you hearing? Yeah, well, we uh, we have really good conditions that have been shaping up. That upwelling has taken place, and the water is warming, browning up. Phytoplankton is growing, and uh, everything looks really great. We're so excited. Well, Merlin, the... Uh, Folks out there have been waiting and waiting for this reopener, and I know bookings have gone nuts for people. There's a lot of folks that don't have any bookings and available immediately, but Mike told us about a week ago on the show that uh, you guys are getting pretty well booked, too, and you're getting a uh, little packed. What are the chances of people getting on for short notice right now on your boat or anybody's? Well, you know what? It's interesting you brought that up. We had a cancellation for Friday, this coming Friday, two days after, or the day after the opener. Holy! Totally. I've got room for, I've got room for three, three or so fishermen that can hop on, give us a call. But uh, you know, there's been a lot of people that have pulled back, and that story that I just told you about cancellations has been happening a lot. Uh, people are changing their minds about the the activities that they planned. I think this economy hit is really starting to take hold for some people. Well, gasoline certainly entering the picture, and I'm certain it does for those that own party boats that are taking people out, too. So it's important that uh, everybody do their job, you know, that we need the guys to go fishing. We need the captains there to take you out. Otherwise, this kind of thing doesn't keep going, folks. So make sure the winds are dying down. It's the second half of the season. There's more king salmon that are going to be available. It's not early season Salmon action now, you're getting right into the good part of the season, so the action's going to be very good. Don't be shy. 
Go on out there, and chances are you're definitely going to get into the fish. Don't we have a trip booked with him? Someday? Yes, we do. We're going out August 15th with Merlin oh, and right. Mike Ogney, and we got to talk to a couple of our other buddies on that, by the way. Throw a bag over Mark Blanton's head and throw him in the truck? If we need to. Okay, well, we whatever could, we have we to We could do. get some of that stuff that puts you to sleep at the hospital. We can we can find a way to get I've him done in. that with Blanton a time or two. That was a bar, not <laughs> oh, a Oh, yeah, never mind. Go ahead with your interview with Merlin. <laughs> well, Merlin, the whole opportunity exists out there for King Salmon. We've done it before with you it's a blast you're one of the best and most entertaining captains out there make sure you give them all that hookup information right now so they can get a hold of you and get out there and have the same fun that we're planning on oh thanks for the kind words there we just try to do our best on every trip we give it all we got every trip for every all of our clients your listeners can get a hold of us on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com they can find us on instagram and facebook at real magic captain and they can always give us a call at 707-875-BOAT. Well, Merlin, thanks for hooking up with us today. We appreciate it, my friend. Have a great day. And if you get out there into the rockfish action, I know you'll hang a ling for me, too. You take care, and thanks for hooking up with us. All right, thanks, guys. Have a great show. Merlin Cole on board the Real Magic out of Bodega Bay. Make sure you get on Such board. Such a great place to be in the summer. Oh, I can't wait to get back out there. Yeah. Ogney keeps saying, come on by, stay at my house. Park your RV right here. He doesn't want me inside that. Right, house. no, no, in the driveway. Is close parking enough. outside. Hey, yes. speaking of another guy parking outside, our good buddy Captain Steve Mitchell is in San Francisco Bay this morning. He's out there chasing those halibut live on the water. Have we got some music for him? I like big books and I cannot lie. <laughs> <This is> very good. <laughs> hey, Mr. Mitchell, I hear you laughing back there, my friend. Oh, man, yeah. Captain, do you really like big butts in the bay? Like big butts, huh? Yes, you do. Well, tell us about it. What kind of action have you been experiencing out there, partner? Because I know there's fish and I know the tides have been bad, but I also know they're still biting. Yeah, they're still biting, Sep. Uh, I don't know. We we got these uh, big minus tides, this set of tides right here. It ain't the best of tides. But the fishing has been so good, it still hasn't uh, affected us any, to be honest with you. Uh, I think the guys kind of struggled a little bit yesterday. Not really, but uh, our uh, last trip out, even though the tides, like you said, are bad, and, you know, big minuses, we still limited out the whole entire boat. Uh, with some nice quality fish, everybody was happy going home with big bags of uh, meat, like I told you before. And uh, man, I cannot complain. Hey, Steve, what kind of grade are you experiencing right now? Are they just barely keepers? Are you getting a lot of tossbacks, or some of them pretty impressive in the photos I'm seeing? Oh yeah, well it's it's like a mixture, Seth. I mean, you run into a pocket of them that's as barely right, like making it, you know, right there at 22 and a quarter or so. And then you get down like maybe a probably another maybe fifty or seventy five feet. Next thing you know, you ran into some big boys, and all of a sudden those jokers are running anywhere from twelve to eight. You know, of course we're marking those spots for sure, so we can keep coming up over them, try to mop them up as we as we go along. But that's how it's been every day. Seems like. Speaking of mopping up, you've been over by the side of Alcatraz yet? The east side. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, I don't know if that was the last time I talked to you, but no, I think it was after the last time I talked to you. I think that was probably Tuesday. Uh, I had it all to myself, actually. We fished in the flats for the longest, and then I just was looking at the tides and reading what our current was doing. 
I went over and tried uh, Angel Island for a couple of drifts, and we didn't seem to come up with anything. But I knew that tide was about to switch, and I know that these are tidal-biting uh, fish, especially right now with these big tides like that. Uh, when that tide was switching to the ebb, I was able to move over to the outer edge of the east side of that uh, of Alcatraz. We ended up finding them on the outside of the green buoy in like 50-some feet of water out to about 50 feet on that ledge. And, man, was those some nice fish. The biggest fish was about 18 pounds, but... Some of these guys lost some of these other fish that was probably a lot bigger because these guys were speed racing trying to bring the fish up instead of bringing them up slow finessing it. And I try to tell these guys consistently, you have to just take your time. You can come all the way out here to speed wheel and lose the fish. Take your time. But these big fish, they ain't no joke. And um, that's just how it ended up for that day. But, yeah, east side of Alcatraz. Slow and steady when you got a halibut on, and do not lift his head out of the water unless you want to do it all over again, because he's <laughs> going to go straight to the bottom on you. Trust me. Yes, yes. The so fish- that was just one of those things, too, Seth. I mean, for the most part, you know, uh, like I said, the fish are everywhere in, in the Central Bay right now. The water down in, like, the South Bay, where it was all happening at in the beginning of the season, uh, that water's warmed up a little bit too much, too warm. So if you do get down there, the most that you probably end up catching is probably like bat rays, stingrays, and some sharks or whatever. So we've been all focused on the Central Bay here. And uh, for some reason, normally around this time of the year, we would be there pushed outside on the uh, on the bars and everything, north and south bar. But the fishing's been so good inside the bay, we haven't had to leave to go out there. We're getting big fish right up in here just as well as we would if we were out there. So, yeah, it's good fishing. Hey, folks, if you're not reaching for your phone right now to make an, a, a meeting, an appointment, a prescription, get yourself on board with Captain Steve Mitchell. This is great fishing for halibut, one of the tastiest game fish in the bay, in the ocean, or around for that matter. It's great stuff. I look forward to getting a couple of big slabs of it real soon myself. Steve, give them all the hookup information they need. they got to get out and do this. All right, guys. Yeah, I definitely can be reached at 707-655-6736, or you can reach me on the web at hookedupsportfishing.com or on Facebook as Hooked Up Sport Fishing SF Charters or on Instagram as Hooked Up Sport Fishing. You you know, got, either way, give me a call. You got it, partner. Captain Steve Mitchell with Hooked Up Sport Fishing, Halibut Fishing, San Francisco Bay. I like big books and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOAT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. 
Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Design and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lowrance offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and three in one sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Brad's sight, scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's Super Baits and Cut Plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's Killer Fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal Guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fishermen and beginner alike and all products are fishermen tested and fish approved. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hey, good morning, everyone. This is Rick Kennedy, formerly of Tight Lines Guide Service. Hey, I was on the phone with my old buddy Ted Sanford the other day from Fishing Not Wishing Guide and Tackle. And a couple days later, I ran into Sep, and we started talking about the old days of kokanee fishing at Stampede when Ted and myself were guiding up there, and we thought it'd be a lot of fun to get on the radio and join Sep and talk about some of the ways we used to do things in the old days when we were both guiding up there. So tune in on July 2nd, and uh, we'll have some fun talking about the way things used to be. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now here's Sep with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Hey, there's never a shortage for tips for new RVers and I've got a bunch of them for you today. You know, you're going to remember your first RV trip ever for the rest of your life. Why don't you make it a good one and think about these things before you go out. You know, the first time you go camping, it's probably a real good idea to take your RV or trailer or motorhome or fifth wheel, whatever you're pulling or taking, camp near your home so that you've got everything close to you if you have some needs. 
Don't travel a long distance to be disappointed or to find out you forgot something that's important. So stay near your home where you can run to the store if you need to or run home, but stay someplace scenic so that it's beautiful, something to look at. Don't stay at the local dump. You'll have a bad attitude from the start. You know, the first time or two that you go out in your RV, it's probably a real good idea to stay at an RV park too with full hookups so that you can test out the entire unit and find out what's working, what's not, are there warranty issues. You want to make sure your power is working, your battery power, your 110 current. You want to make sure the water's flowing, your toilet's flushing, that you can dump everything through the sewer system and you have to learn how to do the hookup of electrical and everything. So it's a real good idea to, for the first trip or two, to stay close to home, maybe in a nice RV park with full hookups, or a place you're already familiar with. And I'll tell you, there's nothing easier than a pull-through site when you're starting out. It's easy. You just drive off the road and park. you got to back up in the others, and that can be a whole new experience, backing up all the time into sometimes very long driveway for your camp space. But you'll figure it out. Just go at it easy. And don't be afraid to ask for help. i got to tell you, every RV park has got a park manager or one of the employees there will come out and help you at all. And I absolutely guarantee you there will be veteran RVers coming over there saying, let me do that for you. Here, let me give you a hand. That's what they do. They pop a beer, they get a bag of potato chips, and they watch you try to back in. Then they come over and offer you all the help that you need if you need any. You know, one of the ways you can do that and not have to be worrying about having help all the time is to hook up with some great camping buddies, people you enjoyed going camping with in the past, trips and memories together. You'll be traveling together, making future um, plans and trips. You'll be able to eat and share food and caravan together. It makes it a lot more fun. Plus, you can help each other. And if one guy's got a problem, everybody can pitch in and get it solved. And one of the things you want to make sure you don't do, don't overpack. Don't take everything you own and every toy. Get out there and enjoy the great outdoors and go a little bit lighter so you don't have stuff piled up everywhere. And another good tip that you probably didn't think about, avoid driving at night for the first few trips. That's just the way it is. Get used to it. Get out there where you can see and see problems if they pop up. But I'll tell you what, once you get a couple of trips under your belt, you can go out with confidence and have a great time. But I want to remind you that things break. Something will break or something won't work. It just happens. You're in your home on wheels. Things happen just like this at home, too. So don't let it get you down. Get out there and have some fun. You can join Facebook groups and start asking questions and talking, and they'll welcome you into their group, and they'll have gatherings together utilize the internet to help you find great places more importantly breathe relax have a great time rving is a new adventure for you get ready to have some fun stop by manteca trailer and motorhome on highway 120 check the full inventory of new and used rvs trailers motorhomes and the huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories the state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way rving review the entire inventory at the mantecatrailer.com website with photos and pricing or better yet stop by and take a look low prices huge selection great service there's no need to look any 
further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. You know, for the last couple of months, I keep hearing these whispers about these additives they want to put in gasoline and what it can do here and what it can do there. And I don't even understand the internal combustion engine, so I am not the guy to talk to. But I do know the man to get a hold of when it comes time for taking care of situations and better understanding additives and what they can do to your engines. Let's go live to Bucks Outboard Marine and hook up with the man himself, the wild man, Lenny LaPenta. Good morning, Lenny. Good morning, Seth. Tell us about it. What's going on with these additives that they're putting into gas, and what is it possibly or likely to do to our engines? Well, Seth, you know, they have this alternative of the E10 and E15 gasoline, which is, you know, based from corn and other grains. But what it does, it's not good for not just marine engines, your ATVs, your lawnmowers, your chain, your chainsaws. Um, and what it does, it attracts water and moisture, and it will cause metal corrosion. It'll affect the rubber and the plastic parts. Um, and basically, the federal government is going to allow, right now we have E10, they're going to be allowing E15 to be sold at the pumps. You can avoid it by looking at the pumps. And if you use E15, if you have newer motors that are still in their warranty, you're going to avoid your warranty. So take your time and look and make sure you're not pumping anything E15 in it. And if you are using E10 gasoline, you're going to want to use fuel treatments from Mercury they make. They're Startron, they're stable. That helps fight the ethanol because it does attract moisture. But I've seen this stuff. I don't know how it's good for cars in the long term either, but I'm not a scientist. But um, you got to use you got um, use stabilizer or Anything that'll help fight ethanol because it, I've seen it just ruin motors. I mean, we're talking thousands of dollars. Well, the situation there there needs to be something done about this. Has anybody been notified at EPA or wherever that this is a possibility that can be doing damage to? So you do realize what state you live in, right? Yeah, that's true. I All forgot right. for a minute. Well, I'm sorry. The, the How about bi- what country we live in? Yeah, the biggest key <laughs> the biggest key step is is it'll go unnoticed. Because it breaks down the fuel lines from the inside, uh, and it takes out, you know, basically takes the uh, the inner workings of all of your fuel lines, any of the rubber products, uh, and it breaks those down, and and it just turns them to, to to muck. They basically look like a snake shedding from the inside out. Yeah, from the inside out, and that's one of the so biggest those problems. particles would also be passed right on into your engine, into your if it'll run at all, and and normally, yeah, it's going to gum up fuel injectors or it's going to gum up. On the older motors, obviously, it took carburetors out and uh, a lot of other issues. So, it, as Lenny said, it's a pretty expensive proposition. And the worst thing in the world for it is that motor just sitting uh, because it continues to deteriorate those fuel lines. And, Lenny, there's a certain type of fuel line. Don't you have to look for, like, a, a, a different color print on the fuel lines that do work? Well, yeah, like on Mercury, Mercury, the gray fuel line, uh, 
if it's got the if it's a little bit older motor, it's going to have red red stamping on it. Yeah, you got it. You got it. That one is terrible. The new one with the blue stamping is much better, but I've still seen it come apart too. And like you said, letting them sit is the worst thing. I mean, even if I know a lot of people are just saying, I'm not going to use my boat to price the gas, but right. it, it's it, it's a good idea just to go start it. Start it and run it. And don't don't let the stuff sit in there because that's when it does its damage. Well, and start it on a water muff or in a, in a, in a tank full of water. Don't just start it. So. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah, because then you get water pumps uh, uh, going out too. Well, it's great advice, and and obviously the bit, the best word step: don't let your damn boat sit. Go that's, fishing. That's a fact. Take gas it out, burn some fuel expen- through it. Gas isn't that expensive when you can use your electric trolling motor while you're out there too. Exactly right. So that's it's great advice from Lenny and the folks at Bucks. Lenny, we appreciate you getting people up to speed on this. This is something that uh, may creep up on most people, and they'll be coming in saying they got problems, but. Uh, we're going to try to communicate that to them so they can start watching for these problems before they come serious problems down the line. And we appreciate you guys sharing with us. Real quick, tell them how to get down to the shop. If they have any questions about theirs, they can talk to you personally. Uh, 2750 47th Avenue, South Sacramento. The phone number is 916-428-3917. We have all the different additives to help out with the problem. Come on down and see us. You got it, partner. Thanks for joining us today and getting us, our listeners, up to date on what could be happening to their engines. Thanks much. Well, that means it's time for our friend, doesn't it? Joining us now is the man himself from Alan Fong Outdoors, Mr. Alan Fong, the Rod Father. Good morning, Alan. Morning. How you doing? I'm having a good time. How was Alaska? Yes. It was good. I just flew back in last night. Long, uh, long trip. He took off, what was it, last Tuesday morning you took off? No, we left on, I've been there for five days, so. All right, you're back in your days from a long trip. It seems to take a lot longer to get home than it does to get to Alaska, doesn't it? No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a couple of days of real rough water. And, you know, we went there to catch these uh, black cod down like 1,700 feet. And uh, the first day, I hit that switch and up started coming up. And it didn't look like a black cod. It looked like a halibut because the rod was um, pulsing, but it was having a hard time. And after about maybe getting it up about 200 feet, it decided it wasn't coming up no more. When he and, talked about switch, folks, he's not cranking a handle on here. He's pushing a power reel is my no, guess, I'm aren't you? A, a big Daiwa reel that holds 3,000 yards of line, and it's coming up like a winch, and it's having a hard time. And all of a sudden, the line just started going backwards, going out. And I told my guy, I said, hey, this reel is going to blow up. And it kept going, and going backwards. And after about... 15, 20 minutes, the reel, the electric went off on the reel. The electricity on the boat, the fish finder quit, the radio quit. It blew the circuit board up. <laughs> and I started reeling by hand. And I reeled for like 15, 20 minutes. Denise reeled for 10 minutes. And Tom, he started reeling. And he goes, hey, this reel, there's something wrong because the, the gears feel like a meat grinder. And all along this fish was just tugging and then finally the 100 pound test broke <laughs> kind of sucks when you don't get to see what you had on the other end doesn't it i thought about it i screwed up i should have 
turned the electric off and fought it and then tired it out. And then when it kind of gave up, then use electric. You know, Alan, I'm sorry, but a little guy like you ain't going to tire out a really big halibut. <laughs> I've had him just kick my butt, and it's like, why am I holding this rod? Just throw it in the water and get it over with now. They they pull hard when they're big. Yeah, then we got a hunt, one over 100 and uh, took Denise probably about 45 minutes to get that one in. But 300 feet, not 1,700. Yeah, it's a little different, a little different. Well, it looks like you got into the big rock cod, no question, the black cod. They were uh, laying there on the boat. I saw some beautiful pictures, nice-sized fish. But uh, that's not all you do. You ran around, you took Denise up there. You obviously shot some video, I would imagine, that's going to be showing up on your YouTube channel. Yeah, we did a lot of video. She's going to have a lot of editing. But, you know, we caught all kinds. Of, there's so much rock fish there, it's it's sad i mean you just drop it down and when you hit that depth where you see them on the meter it's just reel back up because you got one and if there's a kelp patty just throw underneath it too you're gonna get plenty (laughs) they're just all over the place they're like bluegill aren't they yeah they are it's uh it's amazing fishery the halibut were late this year you know we didn't get a lot of normally i go up there you know we get a lot in that 40 to 50 pound range but they just didn't show up this year you know we caught caught bigger ones in the bay a couple of weeks ago so you know it was a real late season on the halibut but black cod was good we caught a ton of them it's fun well you know what was fun i uh went back surfing around on some of your previous uh videos that you posted on your youtube channel and i watched fish finder 101 and then i watched fish finder 102 and i'm looking for 103 i'm sure it's there someplace i just haven't found it yet you know alan no. <laughs> you haven't produced three yet? Is that what you said? Because you broke up. No, nope. I haven't had time. <laughs> well, I understand. If you'd slow down on your fishing, you'd have more time to get it done. But, folks, this Ed, guy this guy is sitting down there telling you everything you need to know, how to do the finite adjustments so that you get all the squelch taken out, you get surface clutter removed, a lot of the great details that give you a better-looking screen. And I'll tell you what, he tells you step-by-step step how to do it. So you got to watch one, then you got to watch two, but definitely watch all three of them when they come out there. And take a look. If there's an area where you are more interested in species or techniques, he's getting them loaded up on this YouTube channel, and it's easy to find. It's Alan Fong Outdoors, and it's free subscription. So click on Hey, Alan, I noticed that we started talking about this. You had 1,600 subscribers. Now you're looking like 3,700. You seem to be growing, my friend. Yeah. Growing faster and faster. Actually, I have a ton of views, which is counts a lot with YouTube. But the subscription compared to the views is not right. There's something wrong. So. They, think, they probably think there's a dollar sign tied to subscription, and there <laughs> isn't. All you got to do is click yeah. on it, subscribe, and it's going to come to you free. So do it. Don't be silly. Don't be stupid. And don't overlook the opportunities to learn about the fisheries and more from Alan Fong, one of the best fishermen in the West. Hey, Alan, what are you hearing real quick? Uh, what are you hearing at the store? What are they telling you? What are they chasing? Eh, still catching a lot of shad. Halibut's still good. Friends of mine have all been down Delta. The way the weather's been, it hasn't been real hot. So the stripers are still out there, and they're catching a lot of bass. So, you know, it sounds like the same thing before I left. I'll be going out here next day or so. Well, I'm I'm sure you will. You got to get back and celebrate Father's Day. You know, you get to run around out in the Delta all over the place with everybody else's father. So get out there and say hi to a few of them. But 
I'll bet that striper action stays good for a while. I'm hearing a lot of guys are still doing well. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, as long as that the weather stays mild like this, it should be good. Are these big tides that we're experiencing a benefit to us for the stripers? Yeah, it's a big plus. When that water's high, they're up at go up in that grass. Get in close to shore, folks. Cast way back in one to two, three feet of water tops, and you might have a surprise yep. on the other end of your stick. Where, yeah. are you, where are you going next, Al? Uh, I'll probably run up north, look around. That's where my buddies have been. They're still there, so I'll go back there. Going up north where? I'll be up by Liberty. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Alan Fong, the the rod father. Check out Alan Fong Outdoors on YouTube. You won't be disappointed. Make sure you click on subscribe and like everything, too, because he makes more money when you do it that way. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us. As always, we appreciate it. You take care, and thanks for joining us today. See you later. All right, guys, we will see you later. All right, quick break right now. We come back. Mike Ogney joins us live from Alaska. Get this, from Clam Gulch. Find that on a map before we get back from this break. Captain Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing invites you to climb aboard his 26-foot parker, the Right Hook, berthed at Martinez, for an enjoyable day or night of fishing on the productive sturgeon and striper waters of Sassoon Bay and the Delta. One of the fastest six-pack boats around, the Right Hook has a fully enclosed heated cabin that easily accommodates up to six anglers, fully rigged with all the marine electronics and high-quality fishing gear you'll need. Right Hook Sport Fishing keeps their clients in the action, moving seasonally from the ocean to the bays. Halibut, stripers, sturgeon, rockfish, salmon, or albacore. Whatever the quarry, wherever it hides, Captain Jay Lopes will get you there and back in comfort and safety. Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? Founded in 1950. Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect real see the entire lineup from daiwa at all fisherman's warehouse mega stores in sacramento manteca and fairfield there's a new ghost in town there's a new ghost in town ghost bait and tackle at 2550 west el camino avenue in sacramento owned and operated by cedric ghostin ghost bait and tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water warm water and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water rods reels live and frozen baits swim baits jigs line hooks lures spinners terminal tackle and a whole lot more located between i-5 and i-80 at 2550 west West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch-
catch the fishing spirit with ghost bait and tackle. 916-692-8520. Lorenz is the leader of marine electronics, design and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. And he joins us now live from Clam Gulch, Alaska right now. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Yeah, find that on your map. Yeah, you're not going to find it unless you know where to look. It's between the <laughs> dot and the little red sign that's on the side of the road. It's a, it's a beautiful little spot here. It's a beautiful morning, too. Sun's coming up over the uh, Chugach Mountains, and it's going to be a sunny day, and Probably get a little bit of halibut fishing in here later this morning with a couple of friends down on the uh, the beach. And just, just just for a little info, let me tell him exactly where you're at. He is halfway up Cook Inlet on the right hand side, in one of the most prolific centers of fisheries in the world. You're what fifteen twenty minutes or miles from the Kenai River. You got the Anchor River, one of the top salmon rivers out there for great silvers and king salmon action. What else you got? I can't even remember all of them around there. They got the they got the uh, the uh, Kisilov, the Upper Kenai. We have the, the uh, Russian, the uh, Nilchek. Just the whole. We have five streams within forty five minutes, so we yeah. just have a big selection of rivers to fish. We got the ocean. It's just and he's we're just centrally two, located. He's we're right minutes, on the coast. Two minutes from the ocean. Two minutes from the beach. They go straight down. Put their boat in the water and halibut fish right out there on their own in a drift boat, no less. <laughs> only on the calm days. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> only on the calm days. Well, you <laughs> the told, older you... I get, the calmer it has to be. Yeah, I understand that. You know, we were talking earlier. You said that uh, salmon was shut down up there right now, except for the big hole there on the Kenai. Yeah, it's uh, you know the the king runs have really been struggling and uh, and all over Alaska, with the exception of the Nushigak, they're just they've been struggling for the past decade um, up here. And, and it's really sad, and it's not—it's um, not so much fishing. They're saying it's just global warming. They're seeing—they're uh, seeing a lot more rain than they are seeing snow, and that's causing a lot of sediment on the streams. They say, and that's what the scientists are are saying. I don't know this for a for a fact, but I do know that we are shut down right now. But we got—we uh, have sockeyes and we have halibut, and uh, I got a you know bunch of stuff to do. This is a, a vacation rental, so I'm up here getting the place ready for our guest and it's a you know what better excuse can you have that's, to get out of the house that's what he's and telling tell the us. wife hey i have to go open up the house honey yeah, Somebody that's what he's telling her i know what he's doing he's got a paintbrush in one hand a fishing rod in the other and he's in a boat so you know the house ain't being painted that's for sure <laughs> the house is getting painted this week that's a fact mike i know the uh the sockeye run up there is world class, no doubt about it. Are there still a million fish for every fisherman? 
Oh, yeah. The, the, the how the fishing has just been off the hook. Steve Smith, uh, James Smith's brother on the, uh, on the Cal Don, he's just uh, 15 miles down the road from me in his beautiful lodge. And he's been posting up some really big numbers of nice quality fish. Uh, we've been down on the beach, and we're getting some smaller fish, mostly in the 8 to 15-pound class. But you know, we got one guy in the, on, on the beach who's just one of these guys who just always catches, always seems to be down there at the right time. He gets fish at uh, 50, 80 pounds on a, on a monthly basis. So there's some nice fish to be had. And uh, it's more of a, for me, it's a social outlet to go down to the beach because I don't need, when I'm up here by myself, I, I'm not looking for a, a boatload of halibut. I'm just looking for uh, for uh, dinner. But it's, uh, it's just a, a great place, a great location, and it's still going on. And I hope it uh, continues into the uh, – the, the future really is a special area um, up here. Well, I've been there. I've stayed with you up there. It is beautiful, and you can go out of your driveway, hit the main road, and go right to Homer or left to Kenai. you got everything in between is what you dream about of Alaska fishing, folks. It's all over the place. Every corner you go around, everything has to do with fishing up there, and I wish I was up there with you right now, partner. That's just the way it works. Hey, King Salmon season is going to open back up here on the 23rd. What can everybody expect down here? It's going to be good, Seth. It's going to be really good. There's, um, you know, before before it closed, it's currently closed, Pigeon Point up to the Oregon border. We were seeing limits pretty much everywhere with the exception because of weather out of uh, out of uh, Bodega Bay. But there's there's been fish at the, uh, at, at the Deep Reef off of uh, Eureka, off of Crescent City, there's just fish up and down the entire coast. And all this recent wind that we've been having means the water's really cold. It was I just checked the Bodega Bay buoy here this morning. It's 48, 49 uh, degrees at the buoy. Still a little bit on the on the uh, chilly side, but all that upwelling means it's just the stage is set for a great summer here coming up. We're coming into the peak of the uh, season. I'm expecting that out of Bodega Bay, the Real magic will be sending a lot of customers home with big smiles on their face because that's what it's all—that's what it's all about—is showing our clients uh, a really good time. And uh, this is probably the best salmon season since 2012, 2013. So come get some. You got it, Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com and the Real Magic out of Bodega Bay. It is going to be on, folks. It starts on the 23rd. That's just what four days from now. Four more days of waiting. So you can Next get out Thursday. The, Next you, Thursday. You can get those lines back in the water right away. Mike, give them all the hookup information they need for the Real Magic out of Bodega. You can check out our daily fishing reports over at Real Magic uh, Sport Fishing on Facebook. And uh, for reservations, you can call 707-875-BOAT. You got it, partner. Thanks for hooking up with us today. We really appreciate it. Enjoy every minute of Alaska and bring me back one big slab of something so I can give it to my neighbor that has been very generous with desserts. You got it. Mike Ogney, thanks much, partner. I appreciate it. You know, we got a whole nother show right around the corner here. You know what's got it. What, you know how it works. We're going to take you straight to San Francisco Bay, to Eureka, to... Stampede Reservoir and more right after this quick break. I gotta get my mouth fixed. We'll be right back. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Zepp Hendrickson. Coming up next.
Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lowrance Electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsman. Summer is right around the corner. Now is the time to come up with a plan for training your dog, whether it's upland game, waterfowl, working on something specific, working on retrieve, building up bird drive, obedience, or puppy training. Call Olive Hill Kennels to line up a lesson, and we can work with your dog in the field and come up with a game plan together that works for you and your family. We are doing lessons Tuesdays through Saturdays from 8 to noon. Give us a call with any questions or to line up a lesson at 530 530- 735-6217 or check us out at olivefieldkennels.com If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu improve your fish catching and end the lost fish stories Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. The Northern California coast is ground zero for ocean king salmon fishing, and the flagship of the Eureka fleet is the vessel Shellback, owned and operated by professional angler and veteran captain Tony Sepulveda of Greenwater Fishing Adventures. On the doorstep of the best salmon fishing on the planet, usually fishing within three miles of the harbor, the entire area is the home of the state's largest Pacific halibut, too. Experience the best. Greenwater Fishing Adventures, the North Coast's most exciting guide service, offering great ocean action plus river trips for fresh water salmon steelhead and stripers too check out eurekafishing.net or call tony sepulveda now at 707-845-9588 and now more california sportsman with seth hendrickson well, welcome back to California Sportsman. We've got an hour full for you right now. We're going to kick it off in just a minute, heading up to Greenwater Fishing. That's right. We're going to climb on board the shellback with Captain Tony Zapolvita. Then we're heading over to Stampede, where Captain James Netzel's back from Alaska. He's Tight Lines Guide Service. He's going to tell us all about the great action up there. Randy Pringle from Best Bass Tournaments has our Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week, because Senior Tuna's out on a trip. And Troy Barr joins us to talk about kokanee action at Lake Berryessa and more. More. Travis Morgan's got some great tips for you with Father's Day weekend, deer season, and salmon season opening up. You're going to want to stop by and pick up what you need. We're going live to Eagle Lake and checking out the big trophy rainbow trout action. And, of course, the editor of Western Outdoor News joins us to get you up to speed. Let's waste no time 
And let's head right now to Eureka. Let's climb on board the Shellback with Captain Tony Zapolveda with Greenwater Fishing Adventures. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, guys. Well, I hear you got the pollution off your boat for the last couple of days. So I hear some buddies of mine were up there fishing with you. I think I tuckered them out. You tuckered them out by the photos I saw. I think you killed most of them. My goodness, what <laughs> great fishing for those guys. Tell our listeners what oh, they experienced. Oh, yeah, we had a good time. Tell the well, listeners. We had two boats. Yeah, they were, we had 12 guys. There's a two-boat group there. And uh, the first day, one of the boats, my, my sister boat, took them halibut fishing. And they had limits of Pacific halibut in pretty short order. I think they got the last one about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. So that was a great day. And, uh, and then I had uh, the other half. We went up to one of our uh, remote waters, Lingcod Rockfish Spot, and had limits of nice-grade Lingcod and beautiful variety of rockfish. And then we switched groups on day two, and I took the group that went halibut fishing on day one back up to the Lingcod hole, and uh, we did the whole thing over again. Sounds to me like it was pretty productive because I'm text messaging this morning as they're driving back from their two days of fishing with you that they're so excited and they want to know if they could hear it on the radio while we're talking about it. You can get a subscription. You can just go onto YouTube. You can get it. Believe me, you'll have all the information you need, guys. Tony, great experiences (laughs) like that don't happen just because they're friends of mine. It happens every day on your waters. Tell our listeners what it's like up there and explain the difference between the Pacific and the California halibut so they can understand size. Yeah, these Pacific halibut are a pretty unique opportunity here for uh, for fishing in California. It's uh, the same species they find up in Alaska. Well, they don't get quite as big here as the ones in Alaska. You're probably not going to see a 250 or 300 pounder, but we definitely catch them up to 100 pounds. Um, 50, 60 pounders are relatively common. So they're a pretty different animal than the uh, than the California halibut we fish in San Francisco Bay and in Humboldt Bay. And uh, pretty special to get an opportunity to catch one right here in California. Yeah, it's just a phenomenal opportunity. You don't have to travel too far, do you? No. We're fishing right now. I'm just getting ready to get set up here. I'm going to drop the anchor here in a second and settle in. And we're about six miles off of Trinidad Head right now. Nice short little run here. Tony, when folks are coming up there, I would imagine there's plenty of hotels and restaurants and everything in the area that you can get them hooked up with so they can have accommodations? We got everything you need up here. It's easy. Just a few hours north of the city, a few hours north of the Bay Area there, and uh, you're in another world. Are you going to get any more salmon season this year, or is it over for you guys? We are. We've got another little shot coming up here. August 1st, our salmon season opens again, and... uh, We've still got a fair bit left on our Pacific halibut quota, so that should be going for at least another month, I'd imagine. Uh, and then, of course, our remote waters, rockfish, lingcod runs, those are uh, those are good all summer long. So we'll be running through September. They aren't good all summer long, Tony. Let's get this straight. They're great all summer long. They're pretty phenomenal. Yeah, they, it's, it's not like fishing anyplace else, folks. If you've never been down the Lost Coast and had that opportunity to fish with Sepulveda down there, you're making a big mistake. Tony, give them all the hookup information they need, websites, phone numbers, so they can get a hold of you and get up there and share in the great action that Alan Grossman and his buddies just are driving back from right now. Website to check out is eurekafishing.net. For uh, the most up-to-date stuff on what we're doing, check out Greenwater Fishing Adventures on Facebook. That's where I tend to post more often than uh, than on my website. And phone number 707-845-9588. Tony, thanks for hooking up with us. I'm glad you have a great fishery. Thanks for taking care of our friends and, for that matter, everybody else that comes up and fishes with you, too. Take care, my friend.
Have a good one, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Tony Zapalvita with the shell back. I fished with a guy up at Clear Lake this year that, uh, the final day, and he said, Hey, yeah, I listen to you and Sap every week. And I went up and fished with Tony Sepulveda. What a great trip, and what a beautiful country. And well, so it's, it's cool. I'm sure Grossman will be telling everybody about it, too, because it's so beautiful. It's, it's a there. great experience. It's a great area. Marilyn and I spent just a couple of days up there sitting in an RV park, yeah. just enjoying the weather. When it's hot in the valley, there's nothing like living on the coast. Yeah, here. the coast, the redwoods, it's all, it's a beautiful drive. It's, you know, it's, if, it's a part of California. If you haven't seen, you need to. And here's another part of California I haven't seen for a while. How about Stampede Reservoir? <laughs> How about kokanee fishing, Kent? You want to go do that? Uh, Let's get hooked up with uh, a man himself who just came sure. back from a trip to Alaska. Let's hook up with James Netzel with Tightline's Guide Service. He's live on the water. Maybe. I'm we'll not find, old enough yet. We'll find out what it's like. Good morning, James. I'm on the water. Yes, I am. It doesn't sound like it's too windy out there. Thank God. It sure was windy yesterday for sure. It was like it was like we were in a blast freezer. Well, while you were in that blast freezer, did fish have to jump in the boat? Oh, uh, it was phenomenal fishing yesterday. Well, you Doggone I, I told you guys no catching fish while we're live on air. We <laughs> they, just got a double. So. They, they just don't listen. That's all there is to it. Uh, hooking yeah. up hey, a you double. Guys, while you guys want to grab a net? He's trolling Stampede Reservoir. Right, take care of your clients. I know the game. You can just keep talking oh, no, to no. us. It, we got, there's plenty of fish. It's, it's fun to watch them try to net these little peckers. Well, you you knocked the snot out of them yesterday out there. You ended up with full limits for everybody in the wind. You got a beautiful day today. What are your expectations? Fast limits once again? Oh yeah, we're we're we've caught about probably twenty twenty one fish. Uh, we got eleven in the box. Uh, this one here will make twelve. What time did you start? Uh, we, we started fishing right around six. So, folks, if you'd like to catch a ton of kokanee, Stampede Reservoir, you might have come down so you don't fall down. You might have heard us talk about it a little bit here lately with guys going up there saying 20, 30, 40 fish a day, some 100 a day. James, what's your technique? Where are you finding the bulk of the fish? Um, Fishing anywhere between 20 and 40 feet down, staggered in between there. Everything I got on is pink and green. I got three different combinations of pink and green. that color seems to be working really good right now. Uh, pink and purple is not working. Pink's not working, but pink and green is. So go figure. Uh, 50-foot setbacks, trolling 1.1 miles an hour. You can go shorter if you want, but then it's a little, you know, you, you want to fight the fish a little bit. You can go longer, but then you got to worry about a pelican. Oh, you got a bunch of pelicans cruising, do you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You just got to – we always got to remember to carry a little bag of rocks with you. They can start – uh, messing with you. Oh, you got fish on right here. That's two for you guys. Don't listen very. Where? What area are you trolling right now? Are you behind we the might island? Be good luck. I don't. Oh, know. I think he's behind the island and good telephone reception area right there. Are you hiding behind the island? Hold it. Oh no, we're just just to the right of the ramp. There's a little spot. Oh, that fish came. Well, there's no uh, shortage. There's little, of... No, there's a little self self spot right next to the ramp. Uh, you just got to go in a circle right there. People, funny. Thing is, if people see me doing a figure eight, thinking I'm on a school of fish, just doing a sell that figure eight in the cell service area. Well, they might be getting the idea because you got three fish while we've been talking for four minutes so now. far. You know, one of the things that uh, yeah, you mentioned to me, it was difficult to keep two to three downriggers in the water at a time. It looks like that's going to be a problem again today with fish biting so fast. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, it- Uh-oh. 
Guess who? Guess who just drove out of that? Or he dropped his phone in the water while he was netting a kokanee, maybe. Well, whatever the case was, we just lost him. He's got some wide open action going on up there. For sure. Obviously, pretty good. I was just reading his notes that he sent me yesterday. Cold, windy morning, a stampede, but very fishable. The fish don't seem to mind. Kept twenty plus a cutthroat. Never changed gear or anything. Peak and green caught fish all day long. Difficult to keep two or three downriggers in the water. Multiple doubles and triples. Even a few quads make for a quick morning on the water. Best depth was 20 to 35 feet with 50-foot setbacks. Trolling 1.2 miles per hour. Go any longer with the comebacks, you're going to give a pelican an easy meal, it says here. Make sure to carry a bucket of rocks just in case they get a little too close. Now, you don't want to hit them. You just want to scare them with a splash. <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting. Pelicans and stampede reservoirs. Pelicans at Stampede and Sea Lions in Lodi. In Lodi, yeah. It's just figure that nuts, one out. isn't it? Yeah. You can figure that one out. All right. I know. It's about time for Gun Owners of California, Mr. Brown. Oh, yeah, I have that over here. And I didn't win, did I? Yeah, but they gave away a great gun this week. So. Yeah, I kind of wish I did win. Hey, this is the week we've been waiting uh, for with great anticipation, Tuesday or Thursday of next week. We're not sure yet, but the U.S. Supreme Court will issue its decision in the case called New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin. Uh, it'll definitely affect California's CCW policies. Uh, it'll go much further to determine the direction to gun control in the you know, state the forever. Best, the best part of all of this, they can't go run into some other court to get an appeal. That's right. Because the Supreme Court is making a decision. Exactly right. So uh, It will change m- things in California. Make sure that you're staying informed with all the news that you need. Uh, on the Gun Owners California website, gunownersca.com. Winner 25 of the 2022 Gun Owners of California 52 Guns, 52 weeks raffle. It's ticket number 21, Patrick Doppelmeyer of Auburn. Y- you got a great gun, Patrick. A Franke Affinity semi-auto shotgun in Max 5 camo and 3.5-inch 12-gauge. Why do we shoot a 3.5-inch Billy John Quino? Because they don't make a 4 the staff at Gun Owners of California will be giving you a call next week to make arrangements for you, and they're going to get you in uh, to do all the proper paperwork. Gun Owners of California, the 47th year of fighting for your pro-gun political that's action. A, that's a Franke. That's Italian. It's a that's a nice Franke Affinity Semi-Auto Max 5 3.5-inch camo 12-gauge. Duck gun, baby. It's a great duck gun. Duck gun, gun all the way. Best and- duck gun in the tank with you and your buddies. <laughs> you know, that's I- kind of a cool deal. I'm up. <laughs> I can't even read you what Travis Morgan just said about duck season. But we'll just leave it at well, that. Well, there we have it. Yeah, he's going to sound a little sluggish this morning, is my guess. Bring your own water. Definitely. Well, congratulations <laughs> to the lucky winner of that. If you're a duck hunter, you just got the finest gun out there. Let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor, the owner of Best Bass Tournaments, has our Pure I Fish and Pro Staff tip of the week. Today. He better be. That's what he does for a living. We'll be right back. One of the top six-pack operators in the Bay Area is Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Captain Steve's 27-foot top gun is a fishing machine loaded with all the amenities for your enjoyment, comfort, and safety. And with over 15 years of experience, Captain Steve is ready when you are. Docked in Berkeley and Martinez Marina seasonally. Hooked Up specializes in sturgeon and ocean salmon fishing. But the top gun also fishes year-round for halibut, stripers, shark, albacore, and rock cod. If it bites, we fish for 
for it. Yeah, Fish man. with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707-655-6736. Or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com. Isn't it time you got hooked up? There's, There's a, a new a ghost, ghost in town. town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghosted. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle. 916-692-8520. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle and local retailers and check out brad's killer fishing gear on facebook or instagram committed to excellence brad's killer fishing gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved i got a garage full of fishing tackle and every time i get out on the water i realize i forgot something important but i never forget my life jacket i make sure my buddies wear theirs too save the ones you love a message from california state parks division of boating and waterways it's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week, the man himself, Mr. Randy Pringle, the owner of Best Bass Tournaments, and he's a fishing instructor. Good morning, Randy. I want the shotgun. You want uh, the yeah, shotgun? That's a good one. Did you buy a ticket? Uh, oh, it's like the lottery. you got to play to win? That's right. Only in California. Oh, I, don't, I, I probably won't win then. Well, only in California do they send you money for buying gas. So what the heck, you know? Who knows what the Oh, snap. You went there already. Is that early? And you went there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could always say things like Joe did it and stuff like that. But my name's Joe, so we're not going to go there. Randy, the best bass tournaments. Are you at a big event today? You know, I happened just to show up with Kevin Cheek out here running a great event. He's over 90-plus boat for the mother load, awesome. and that's, a, you know, a high end for the mother load. And so uh, we're working on where we're going to put this way in upstairs. Uh, you know, the Russos have a different way they're going to be doing things, but it's going to be a great event. And then he has a central division backing it up tomorrow, and that looks like it's going to be a big event with a lot of crossovers. And he's doing a side pool money for both events, the top winner of uh, the points of both weigh-ins and blah, blah, blah. But it's all going to be a great one. And uh, and next Saturday's, has, next Saturday's set, the best bass tournaments, Northern Region, is going to be at Clear Lake at a library park, and Randy's going to fill the parking lot. Yep, there's a that's going to be a great event. The uh, lake is on fire now. People figured it out. It is low, but we checked with them. Everything's going to be good and clean, yeah. and uh, it'll be great. Yes, it'll be a great um, tournament. I know, 
I've been fishing all week long, um, Sep, and uh, I think I sent you some pictures last week, and then this week I've been on the water. I was on the water yesterday. Uh, me and my clients had about uh, 43 fish, to be exact, and we had about 21 pounds. And these guys uh, were the best backlash kings that I've ever been around. <laughs> uh, they, I'm going to re-spool three reels and one I'll just I'm just going to throw away. <laughs> so one of one of them you can't even burn it. That'd off. be the one with the <laughs> super line on it with it. Yeah, you know it's funny when they, when they say no, I can do it. They start tugging on his heart. Then you're cutting into the side of the spool. I can't even find the the, the where the line broke. You know, it's <laughs> Out of sight. I take. You know, I have ruined a fillet knife trying to cut line off of a reel before down that was put on too loose originally that I put a lot of pressure on. Let me let well, me guess. You're catching some on a Berkeley General. So, let's just go right into it, Kent. If you guys want something with that pure fishing tip of the week? I tell you, we got a little bit of breeze, um, and you know, I I'm sponsored by a hard bait company that's a different the one than pure fishing, but. Because the Chapo is an easy bait to throw for regular Joes and Janets, they whacked them on that little 110 Chapo. And what that does, it's just a little propeller, and we were chugging it, not just reeling it back. So you throw that Chapo out, and you go, and then let it pause. Let it pause. Because with this big moon, we're getting big tides. And so we're getting big swings and with minuses at the bottom. Yeah. That's a lot of water movement. And because we have a lot of water movement, the, that bait has been just on fire. Then on that high, high, high tide, we're throwing the general. Yep, you got to salute the general. Berkeley's, uh, you know, back scent general or the power bait, depending on which one you like. I like them both in the earth tone colors, and we're just hooking it up to a weightless worm. And let them, here's a spinning rod. You can't really foul that up and just throw it out there um, and just let it slowly fall to the water. Here's a key tip on it. When you get a little bit of breeze like we have, drop, drop that rod tip to the water level so that the wind can't grab your line. This will allow you to twitch the bait real low to the water, right and left, because if you lift it up, you've got a bow on the line. I'll look it over, and I'm going, you might want to set the hook, dude, because that fish right there is just going to be jumping out of the water because he's eating it. Just took the slack out. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. It's gone. But, no, it's been really good. The Delta's uh, been just having a ball. Uh, the, this week um, We've had I had three customers, and uh, the first part of the week, Monday, we just stroked them. And back again to the general was one of the top baits. And the Chapo making it easy for those guys. They were spinning rod guys, and so they just really had a ball. And it's been a great thing. So your pure fishing tip of the week is don't forget, you can use the spider wire stealth on your spinning reels or the nine strand or the five strand, depending on how big. I love the five strand, the five strand for your Berkeley uh, braided line, and that works great on spinning reels. And you can throw that Chapo all day long. Randy, while you're pitching out there in the Delta for black bass, are you getting the uh, striper coming along occasionally with you? Are you getting dinks out there? Are you seeing any? We, no, it's funny you to say that. Uh, we were on the main river on the latter part of the day when the tide was starting to go out. When you start to see the weeds, when you start to see the reeds, weeds mushroom, 
They're not crowned over because the weeds are not on the surface. When they're a mushroom under the surface, those stripers, we, uh, my client hooked one. He goes, I go, oh, that's a striper, and it ran up the bank. And then when we brought it in the boat, it was probably 22 inches. And when I lifted in the boat, he uh, upchucked a uh, big crawdad, and it was still alive. So I said, look, you saved two lives. We're not going to eat this one, and we're going to throw the crawdad back. <laughs> well, just a little addition to your day fishing black bass. No question about it. Another great tip from Randy Pringle. What's the next event coming up? Next weekend. Next, next weekend. Week, so, oh, we got one tomorrow, and that's the Central Division. If you guys want to come out here to the California Delta, we do take signups at the lake, and uh, you can be a member. Or if you're not a member, we can sign you up as a member for BBT. You start on the day you start, then it ends on the next year on that day. You don't lose any time. That's why we did it that way. And then next week we go to Clear Lake, and we're ready to rock and roll again. And, folks, if you'd like to get out with Randy, he's uh, got the guide service called the Fishing Instructor, one of the top bass fishermen out there in the Delta. You need to check it out and get out and spend a day learning the tips and techniques that he's taught me over the years. I'm a really bad bass fisherman, but I'm a lot better since I fished with Randy. Well, you caught them, um, and it only took one thing, a drop-and-pop method. Yeah, well, it took me a while to figure out the drop, that's for sure. And it, <laughs> and it gave you good practice on picking out backlashes, Randy. You know what? It really did. Yeah. Uh, you know, we can go on with this. You know, we not. i got to interrupt you both right There's now. There's a you're reason both, why he's you, a troller. You both made a huge mistake. You said that you can't really do anything wrong with a spinning reel. Want to bet? <laughs> you haven't seen mine. You haven't seen mine yep. after eight hours of trolling coconut at Flaming Gorge Reservoir. Uh-huh. You got knots tied in that, twists that you could never imagine show up out of nowhere. Randy, thanks for the Pure Fish and Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Good luck to your events this weekend and next, and we will talk to you again then, my friend. You got it, brother man. You guys have a great afternoon, and remember, when you're out there fishing, do something something nice to someone else out there so it just falls to the next guy, falls to the next guy. Well, you make sure you give them the phone number before you get off for the fishing instructor, too. 209-543-6260. And let's get on those fish, guys, because they're happening right now. CRP. See you, guys. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it. What a good guy. Always a no, constant absolutely source of info. And, and great fishing. I got to tell you what, I think your cronies are holding out on you. How's that? Because none of them have called you to tell you what's going on at Folsom. Mm. And it's... Uh, it's, it's, I don't even know what's going on at full. It's wide open, Seb. They're catching rainbows and kings yeah. both out there. And, big, and pretty good ones. So. I don't know if anybody knows about it. Our next guest might even I bet know he might. about that, too. I bet he might. Hey, a lot of people have been wondering about uh, Lake Berryessa. What's going on? Are they starting to catch? I'm starting to see a few photos filtering into me. But this man seems to have his finger on the pulse because he fishes it with great regularity. Let's hook up with the man himself from T-Roy's Guide Service, Captain Troy Barr. Good morning, Captain. What's going on, fellas? You tell us. What's Berryessa? What's the saga out there? You saw the photo I saw that Hurley passed around. Nice close shot with that camera, wasn't it? It was a, it was, it was a decent fish. I was uh, talking to the guy that um, caught it. It's a uh, you know, 17-inch solid fish, so it's, uh, Berryessa's looking up. Uh, we're going to give it a shot the first part of the week. If the wind doesn't blow, it looks like it's going to blow, though. But um, we do... We do got some trips coming up, and uh, we need to figure it out. A couple of my cronies have been up there. They said they pick up a couple of what that looks like a little bit bigger than a planter rainbow trout. One of them hooked up with a king salmon, and a couple of guys are getting cokes right now. And it, they're just not jumping in the boat, and they don't seem to be schooled up at any point. The lake's only down 35 feet, and they're dropping about 500 uh, cubic feet per day right now. So it's it's 
a good chunk of water going out, but there should be something happening there a little bit better than it is, don't you think? Yeah, the lake's sitting about where it was last year after 4th of July, so there's plenty of water, you know. If I was me, I would probably go fish some structure, see if those fish are starting to tighten up on the side of the banks, drop-offs off the river channel, you know, kind of fish it up lake, down lake. Um, they're starting to, I mean, I got, I got, I got a, a buddy that sent me a screenshot of three days ago and he found some schools of fish up off the tip of the big Island. So that's good to hear because nobody is reporting any real schools yet. As far as things happening, there were some guys that were talking about the slide area, you know, the sheer drop-offs over there, the fish were close to shore. That's always a good hangout place for them. And another guy talked about fishing the bathroom down there at the corner where you go straight as you're going in. You keep going straight to go to Puda Creek. So that point around there, I have never fished for cokes or even trout for that matter. I never even slow down unless I want to use that bathroom. How about you? You do much fishing around there? We did some fishing up there last year. We even fished like the whole north end of the lake. Yeah. But um, out in front of the palm trees would be a pretty good guess this time of year too. They start sitting on all those little islands down there or up there actually, and off uh, off the second bathroom, all those all those points. Yeah. Uh, Probably for a mile, a, mile and a half stretch above the tip of the big island. There's a lot of water up there to fish, yes. Oh, yeah, there's a ton of it. And most of it's pretty flat bottom, too, so it makes it pretty easy to see what's going on. Unless you get too close to shore, then there's those rocks that have a tendency to pop up out of nowhere. There's a lot of rocks over there, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Troy, folks want to get out there and learn from you and get in on the techniques as well as the uh, all the ins and outs of Lake Berryessa. Give them all the hookup information so they can do that. It's uh, 707 fishtroys.com. Where else are you fishing right now? Uh, we're just doing a few things up at Bullard's and doing some family stuff up at Whiskey Town. And I've been to Stampede a handful of times. Uh, might be time to get some permits for some of these lakes for next year in the springtime until Berryessa gets warmed up and then we'll move back down here. Well, you hear what's going on at Stampede and you've been there and fishing it. They're jumping in the boat up there. It's wide open, crazy fishing. It takes longer to get up there than it does to get limited. That's right. James yeah. Netzel was talking to us for five minutes on the show and he hooked three fish in that period of time. A double and yeah, a single. It's unreal. Yeah, it's, it's, unreal. it's good. And I hope Berryessa turns on for us and uh, we will be checking with you regularly, Troy, because nobody spends more time on the water there than you do. Thanks for hooking up with us today. Uh, that, that number again, folks, for T-Roy's Guide Service, 707-372-7599. Get out there and share the water. He'll share the knowledge. Thanks for hooking up with us, Troy. All right, bye. All right, take care. Hey, where's Marilyn? It's about time for Get She's a Clue, isn't it? She's right next to you. Oh, so now they all know I lie. There you go. Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, 
you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Lenny talked about it, and Anita from Bucks sent a copy of a memo reminding us to remind you, those of you with an outboard motor, beware of E15 at the pump. Attention could save your boating season. E15 gasoline blend containing 15% ethanol from corn, grains, or sugars is not designed for marine engines. Be careful. A change in fuel could pose a risk, and E15 is available now year-round at gas pumps. Ethanol attracts water from condensation and the air, which can cause corrosion, deterioration of rubber or plastic, and start creating uh, starting or operating problems. E15 might be an alternative from some, some cars and trucks, but warranties absolutely will be affected on outboard engines that have been operated using ethanol content. This memo came from Mercury and states their warranties will be voided if E15 is used in an engine. So, remember to read the labels at the gas pump. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. From trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad, there's a licensed and bonded guide behind the counter, and he freely shares tips, tricks, and top locations for action. Learn about curing row from the pros and how to properly rig for success. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, Pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street and Elkhorn Boulevard, west of Watt. 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fish and Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet 
or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Hey, good morning, everyone. This is Rick Kennedy, formerly of Tight Lines Guide Service. Hey, I was on the phone with my old buddy Ted Sanford the other day from Fish and Not Wishing Guide and Tackle, and a couple days later I ran into Sep, and we started talking about the old days of Kokanee Fishing at Stampede when Ted and myself were guiding up there and we thought it'd be a lot of fun to get on the radio and join Sep and talk about some of the ways we used to do things in the old days when we were both guiding up there. So tune in on July 2nd and uh, we'll have some fun talking about the way things used to be. Hey, you know, uh, Rick and I talked about this several times and we have put this together as a, a promo that you're listening to right now. But on July 2nd, Rick Kennedy, formerly with Tight Lines Guide Service, and Ted Sanford, Fishing Not Wishing Guide Service, a couple of pioneers in kokanee fishing, of which I was part two here in California. 300 years of kokanee fishing experience on that, the three of you. That's right. And none of us moving around <laughs> real well anymore. No, Ted's doing well. Rick's doing well. I'm doing well. And Rick's still working, but I'm goofing off a whole lot. And we intend to share some of the things from the old days with you as well as uh, our astonishment with what's going on nowadays and how popular Kokanee has become. Uh, it was good back then. It's great now. And it looks to me like the California Department of Fish and Wildlife is doing a good job with Kokanee as well as the landlocked king salmon programs. We'll talk about all of that. But I hope you'll join us on July 2nd when we talk about uh, Kokanee and the history of Kokanee with Rick Kennedy and Ted Sanford, a couple of the legends of kokanee fishing around our neck of the woods. And if you have any questions or anything you'd like to ask them, no, you can't call in that day and ask it. But if you can come up with a good question, feel free to text me or email me at sep at seps.com. That's S-E-P at S-E-P-S dot com. Just send me a question for either one of the guys and we'll get it answered as long as it makes sense. And, yes, they're both uh, occupied with wives and girlfriends, so... And they're older than dirt. You wouldn't be interested anyway. All right, let's get moving on with today's show. We've got uh, an exciting gentleman right here who deserves a big a big intro to his production. Yeah, let's just not forget the intro set. Hit it. We'll get to Mr. Morgan. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Mr. Morgan. Good morning, Seth. Good morning, guys. How's it going? If it got any better, we'd be you right now, dancing on the ceiling. Hey, guys. Yeah, I ain't doing that. Well, let me just say. <laughs> I may have done that last night. I think you probably did. Happy Father's Day for starters, my friend, and I hope you have a great weekend with all the monsters and grand monsters running around your home, but uh, it's a busy. They're all gone. Thank God, right? Yeah, Dad took them to Colorado. <laughs> Perfect timing. Perfect timing. <laughs> hey, guy, there's it's a, another great time for Dad to take off and leave you at the business. It looks like everything has taken place here in the next 30 days. Deer season's getting ready to open. Salmon reopens again. The big Father's Day sale you got going on. Everything's happening at once. Boy, it sure seems like you're right. Salmon's opening, and I got informed on Thursday or Friday that we get the last of the gear we're waiting on for salmon season. So we're fully stocked with rods, reels, tackle, and everything. We've also got everything for the opener of salmon season in the rivers already in the stores, ready to go. And like you said, deer season starts our favorite time of the year here 
in July starts bow season, so you got to be out scouting right about now. I've been watching the hills and stuff in the morning when I go to work, and I'm going to take a trip around the ranch probably this weekend and see what's going on. I've seen a few down low, not many bucks, a few does, but they're there, so going to get out and look. You know, this and is- like you said, the Father's Day sale. we got some really good stuff going on with the Father's Day sale. we got uh, Browning safes uh, on sale, plus you're getting a rebate from Browning, and then we're matching that rebate in the store. So you got double rebates and their rifles. They got the same thing and shotguns. We're just having a good time now. Dad's gone. Yeah, I guess you're giving away the farm now that the old man's out of there. It sounds yeah, like. Yeah, I'm trying to anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> well, when dad's away, everybody plays. Travis, how about uh, deer ammo? Are you seeing uh, abundance? Are you seeing any at all? Or what's the status? We're seeing some. Not a big abundance like we usually you know, have boxes on hand all the time. But it is starting to come in, and Winchester's still saying they guarantee we're going to have ammo by um, opening weekend. So I don't know. <laughs> well, We've gotten, like I said, a few calibers in that I have in stock in non-lead. I'm also starting to pick up some leaded ammo for those out-of-state hunters. Well, I know you're a big deer hunter, and you and your father have a considerable size ranch out in the uh, Blue Ridge area, we'll call it, <laughs> up in the in the hills on the way towards Berryessa, where it always seems to want to burn when there's a fire in Northern California. Yeah, but I just had one. <laughs> this is going to be one of those dry circumstance years, isn't it? This is going to make it tough, very tough for deer hunting because of the dry ground. You're not going to be able to go out and do a lot of stalking. You're going to make a lot of noise. It's kind of a sit-on-it-and-wait situation, especially if you have water, isn't it? That's right. If you have water, yeah. luckily enough, all the ponds filled a little late this year, so we do have water in back of the ranch. The cowboys were telling me when they were rounding their cows up, but there's still a lot of tall grass, and it can spark in a heartbeat. you got to be careful. They were putting the fence in next to my place on Monday, and they lit my place on fire. <laughs> you know, I, I was up cruising around the lake on Monday, and my sister-in-law happened to look over. We came down Pleasant Valley Road, and mm-hmm. she looked over to the side, and she said, Oh, look, that place we just were, there's a fire over in there now. But it went out pretty quick. And I thought, ah, it's got to be close to Travis and his dad's place. It was my place. And, yeah, it went out quick. We, I jumped on one of the tractors, and we took care of it. And, then the fire department showed up when we were just about done. No, that's generally the way it works in situations out there in the country. You, yeah. If you if you're not ready, you got to jump on it. Well, folks, king salmon season opened up Thursday again. You can get all your tackle there. Those fish are going to come charging in the Golden Gate. They're going to load up our river systems. There's going to be an abundance of kings in the rivers this season, so make sure you're prepared for it. When the salmon come running through, they're not going to wait for anything. They want to head up and spawn and get up on the rivers and have your opportunity to have them there. It's like Alaska-style fishing right here at home. Ammo's in stock. You know, Travis, duck season isn't going to be that far down the line. No, it's not. And I'm already starting to stockpile duck ammo. I've gotten a couple pallets in already, and it looks like I'm going to have to scrounge for some more, but I'm getting it in. I do have a couple pallets of threes in, so we are on our way to getting enough duck ammo for the season. Well, I'm glad to hear that, and you can't start too early with ammo anymore, but it does look like it's getting a little looser, doesn't it? A little bit, but the shotgun shells seem to be a little tough. This uh, dove season is going to be tough this year. You know, I got, I did get a pallet of uh, number six dove load in for this year so far, but that's all I've gotten in. I've got it from Winchester, so 
I'm waiting to see what else I'm going to get. It doesn't like uh, it doesn't look like Kent's going to be able to deliver again this year, so I got to go to other sources. Well, Brown, you just got Kent Brown's eyes opened up a little bit light, wider. I thought here. I was supposed to deliver something. You know, the boat <laughs> rep, you get a lot of those calls these days. Yeah, can you deliver a free range? Yeah, they start house? screaming at you right <laughs> every morning. <laughs> Travis, you got a busy week ahead of you with the family gone and the old man gone. I hope you still have a great Father's Day, and thanks for hooking up with us today. We appreciate it. I will, Seth. And one more thing, we got a treasure hunt we're going to do here in July, about mid-July. I just want everybody's ears open for it. We're going to hide something in the store. It's going to be worth at least $250, if not more. And you come in the store and you got to find it. Now, we're going to add some stuff to that. I'll make a donation to it from our friends at Department of Boating and Waterways. And let's put a couple life jackets in there for them, too. All right, let's do it. And let's do it. We'll hide them in the store and come in and they get to search around the store and find it. Yeah, they'll probably be stealing stuff off the rack before you know it. <laughs> No, we got some good customers. <laughs> and some good security, I might add. Yep. Stop by your favorite fisherman's, your favorite fisherman store. Stop by our good friends over at Guns Fishing and other stuff, whether in Dublin or right here in Vacaville, where I like to hang out most of the time. Travis, thanks for hooking up with us, bud. We appreciate you. All right, thanks, you guys. Everybody have a great Father's Day, and I'll see you at the store. All right. Enjoy, my friend. Enjoy. Well, play the close, guy. What are you, sitting around doing nothing? We got a close here. Hit it. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. Got You'll him. Find everything you I, need and more on the shelves I, of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, fishing, and other stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, Mr. Brown, you know what today is? Father's Day. No, that's tomorrow. I just noticed our good buddy, Ski Breeze's social media post. It's National Go Fishing Day. Really? It is. So everybody should go fishing. It's a legitimate thing. It's real. Is it a free fishing day in California? It is not. That is not till Saturday, July, what is it, the 2nd? July 2nd. There's free fishing day in California where no license will be required. And there's another one someplace else. That That will be September 3rd. That will be Labor Day weekend. So that's when they are. You want, you want to know anything else? Yeah. What, I have a wealth of worthless what, knowledge. What day is the <laughs> opening of deer season in oh, X4A? Oh, I don't care. I don't either. <laughs> Amazing how that if works. You, if you've been drawn for it, you should know when the opener is. I would bet our <laughs> next guest knows the answer to that question because he lives up there, but he might not be a deer hunter. <laughs> he might. I want to take you guys up to Eagle Lake. Let's find out what the action's like for the trophy rainbow trout this time of year. Normally, after the opener, there's fewer people up there, and the fishing is that lull between good. Memorial Day and the 4th of July. Yeah, I look forward to that annually. Yeah. Let's hook up with the man himself from Fish Traveler's Guide Service. Tim Noxon joins us live on the water. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Sepp. Uh, I guess I could say the lake's been open for three weeks, and it don't get a whole lot of better than it is. Uh, you know, I, I've been fly fishing as much as possible today. The wind's blowing a little bit, so we're not fly fishing. And uh, we're taking rookies fly fishing. It's a it's a circus sometimes, but once we get settled down, we can put a we can put ten to twenty fish in the boat. However, this morning it's blowing. We're trolling flies this morning. We got three in the box, and uh, we've lost a few. We're doing pretty good here on the west side. Just Jay Fair setup with the orange trolling flies. You know what they are, and uh, 
Not so bad. Pretty good morning so far. You got your little stretch of lead core in there to get you down a little bit, and everybody's doing the figure eight with their rod, aren't they? Yeah, they got all kinds of jerk motion going on here. I'm <laughs> well, you need to get them consistent to make it work. <laughs> we got on one side of the boat, we got one thing. On the other side of the boat, we got something else, but it's all working. So we're not complaining, Pat. We're not complaining. With the temperatures, what, I mean, with ahead, the temperatures, are they up near the surface still? Yeah, I'm just going to say uh, the water temperature on opening weekend three three uh, weeks ago was 58. On the surface, it's 61 right now. So it's about the same. This fish. There's fish everywhere. I mean, anybody that's fished Eagle Lake or hasn't fished Eagle Lake can come up here with his lead core or down riggers and his favorite uh, favorite hardware, put it down 10 feet or two colors or three colors, pretty much catch a limit every day right now. Fish well, are on fire. Well, that's exactly what everybody expects to see this time of year. There's not a lot of pressure. The opening day and the opening week pressure has gone away, so it really relaxes. And the lake doesn't get busy till the 4th of July weekend. So July 2nd, just a couple of weeks from now, things are really going to be starting to pop up there with more people and more and more fish are going to be caught. But more and more fish will get a little spooky, and that will mean you're going to be moving to the other side of the lake where they're not fishing, doesn't it? Uh, I don't fish where there's other people around. Yeah, you got that right. But uh, I've been concentrating on the west side because we've been fly fishing on the rock piles over here. Anywhere from uh, well, the broccoli tree up by Pelican Point all the way down to Wildcat Point. Anywhere you find a rock pile in a 10 or 11 feet of water, there's a fish on it. So uh, keep that in mind if anybody wants to learn how to do that or you know how to do it yourself. Now's the time. That should last until probably... The middle of July, last year it lasted all the way through July, depending upon the temperatures. As long as the water temperature doesn't get too warm, the fish will be in the shallow feed and stuff. Well, folks, if that doesn't get you excited about getting up there, you're crazy. Now, there's plenty of places to stay. The campgrounds are open at the south end of the lake. I understand Christie isn't open yet, but it could be open any time. The store is going to open up at the south end pretty soon, I understand, because they do have a new concession guy going in there. But just up lake, about 10 miles at Spalding, you've got your grocery store there at the Eagle Lake RV Park and Store. you got David Leroy at Heritage Land Company renting cabins and rentals that are available. Gasoline's available there for your boat or for your vehicles. So don't mess around. Get up there. You hear how Tim's talking about it. It's good, it's great, and it's going to stay good. But it could taper off a little bit during the summer as the lake stratifies and more and more people come up to enjoy the great opportunities there, in which case it'll get even better around September, middle of September or later. Tim, give them all the hookup information they need, where they can find out more, and book a trip with you on Eagle Lake for those trophy rainbow trout. Yep, phone number is 916-201-4648. You can read my fishing reports every weekend, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. I'll I'll author them and post them up on facebook under fish traveler so all right that's it, man. We're having a great time and everything is good here all right put your head down and hang some fish use the net well my friend it sounds like you got a boatload of customers that are anxious to do it yeah we're halfway there step on the limit so yep thank you take care guy tim noxon with fish travelers guide service you can reach him at 916-201-4648 trophy trout at eagle lake you might have to go jump on board with speed hey i got some uh, opportunities to get up there and a boat waiting for me too as a matter of fact yeah my good buddy mr smalley never never forgets a trick oh he told me i could stay at one of his cabins up there told me I, i've got a property up there i could park my rv still but right. uh, 
He's also got an extra boat he leaves up there year-round now that he's bought the one down here. Oh, well, that's always good to have an extra boat. I can sneak up and do whatever I want up in that boat. Drive it right into the rocks. Well, you probably need to figure out a time to do that. It's National Go Fishing Day, right? He's probably calling (laughs) my cell phone right now telling me I can't borrow his boat Now you can't use his boat. Because I know he's out there listening to us. Hey, our good friend Dave Hurley is sitting here, and I want to talk to him in just one minute. But i got to ask you a question. Why did you have such a poor week? at Clear Lake last week, and this week it's to the wall. Um, a these, lot of, these a guys lot of are was, on them. Well, it, well, the two things happened, Seth. We didn't fish real hard, I will tell you. I know, much. there we, was more consuming than fishing. We just kind of hung out at the lake house and did a lot of that. We fished, but not. it wasn't our biggest priority. It's you know, it's fun when the guys come out from NASCAR and we get to hang out from you know, with Cheddar and the boys. But How do things change that fast? Moon phase. That's it. Yeah, a lot of it was moon phase. And, and, and uh, you know, we had such a weird spring on Clear Lake. It was a Clear huge Lake. moon, though, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had such a weird spring on Clear Lake, uh, or, or here in general, that it, it never really was a normal spring. It stayed cold, 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 cold. Then, like, a big wave of fish went to the nest and went to the beds. And normally that's spread out. So you have pre-spawn, spawn, post-spawn, fish in a lot of various stages. Fishing's very good. Uh, but when you have the, a big portion of fish go to the beds at once, um, you know, once they're done, you kind of got to wait for them. How long do they stay on the bed after they have the fry? Uh, the females, you, or they're gone in a day or so. The males will hang out, uh, and they'll guard the fry. Well, I just thought of a one-liner. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, the males, <laughs> the males will, uh, the males will hang out until they, you know, once they, uh, they hatch and then they'll just, guard the fry. Just thought of another one-liner. Yeah, they guard the, they guard the fry right up to a point that the little guys, I guess, just must finally be more than they can watch. Uh, you know, enough days of watching the kids, they just start eating them. They never sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's a good deal. <laughs> I'll tell you what the la- the lake is one of those lakes that can take a little die off every now yeah. and then and recover fast amazing and with all the weed growth in the lake you, you know just running your trolling motor out there seeing all of the of the fry and the little bass that are uh, tiny 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 but just seeing s- millions of them out there well That's i'm glad cool. that worked out for you let's bring our good friend mr dave hurley up right now the editor of western outdoor news good morning dave good morning gentlemen well i'm really glad to hear about clear lake picking up because uh there's been a few lakes that have been coming late to the party this year uh, uh, one of them has been Folsom, and I heard you mention it earlier, Kent. I know that's your home lake, yeah. but you're right. Right, they've been picking up some big kings the last couple of weeks. And, you know, rain- uh, and rainbows, both. I've mean, been doing pretty good rainbows, rainbows yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, rainbows have been very good. Uh, we haven't had many kings this year, but the ones they've been getting are really big. Uh, Jerry Lampkin was there last week. He put his put his friend onto an eight point six pounder. I've heard a couple over ten pounds being caught. So. There are not a lot of them, but they're happening. Yeah, Four buddy, bills the same way. Our oh, buddy I'm Tom sorry, Bailey from KNCI has been out there a lot, guiding and, and fishing rainbows, and um, just been doing a, you know showing a lot of fish photos. That's great. Well, it's the time of year when you got to get in on that lake early and get out because recreational boaters are going to be taking <laughs> over places like yeah, Folsom, Comanche, Orville. Orville's been very slow for Kings. Except for the last couple of weeks, they've been starting to pick up a few kings there and of some decent size. We were all worried that, you know, nothing was going to be happening. Uh, but they're, they're, it's picking up a little bit. Bass fishing has been great at both those lakes. It's been fantastic. Um, you know, another place that you have to get in early on is Comanche, but the trout fishing has been very good there for guys throwing speedy signers in that main river channel. 
up to about 40 feet. Same thing at Par D. You know, Par D does not have a lot of pressure on it because there's not the recreational boating. No skiers was or about jet the... skiers on Par D. That's the thing there. Exactly. Doesn't that isn't that a beautiful lake? Yes, and, it is. And they've been they've been they still planting trout there, and they're catching some trout in there. They're scattered. You have to go all over the place. But, and it's uh, full. That's kind of a cool thing about Par D is they put the plug in it and it's full. Yeah, it's ninety nine percent. It's wonderful. Inglebright's the same way. It's really full too, which is cool. And and so is Whiskey Town. Those 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 lakes are up there. You know, another lake um, that's kicking out the kokanee like you can't believe is um, New Maloney's. Beautiful, clear, clean kokanee. Lonnie Smith was there this week. You know, he got him at 50, 35 to fifty-two feet. And I guess this uh, platinum flutterbug from Paulina Peak is the one that's really knocking them there. And there are some beautiful sixteen-inch kokanee there, solid. And uh, seems like that's the place where people are going because Don Pedro slowed down for some reason. You know, they had the big derby last week, and you know, it only took there was only a couple fish over a pound caught. Uh, so uh, they, those fish are scattered. Dave, are you hearing anything on Shasta? Because they were getting some big kokanee early season up there. I'm just kind of wondering. They should be starting to mass up a little bit. Shasta's starting to happen, too. I'm glad you mentioned that, Seb. Because, you know, just like Berryessa's been kind of a mystery this year. Sh- uh, and I'm glad to hear that we finally got a little bit of action there. Uh, Shasta's been the same way. And I think when Shasta goes, it's going to be very good for some big fish you know, a big lake they dump what well they dump over hundred thousand the last three years in there and uh i know that uh, when that goes it's gonna i think it's gonna be the top one of the top lakes for kokanee and i hey, got amazed at the kokanee i Go got ahead, i have a curve for you here dave uh one of the lakes that we don't talk about enough that we should because it's a phenomenal fishery and it's bass wise Rainbow-wise, kokanee-wise, and king-wise is Trinity Lake. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some yeah. phenomenal kings up there. I don't, I can't even remember the biggest out of there. Twelve, fourteen, sixteen pounders, I believe. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's one that people don't talk about, but it stays cold most of the time, which is pretty, pretty amazing. And I think Kent, isn't there some really big spots or smallmouth up there as well? In Whiskey Town. No, up no, at no. Uh, Trinity. 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 Right. There's Trinity. no spotted bass in Trinity. Those are northern largemouth okay. and smallmouth. Smallmouth. That's what I thought. There's yeah. some big smallmouth in there. Isn't yeah, there? there are. Yeah, no spotted bass, but uh, but mm-hmm. pure northerns and and uh, and giant giant smallmouth and big huh? kings hang out there. There's no doubt about it. I mean, the biggest kings I've seen in a lake. Yeah, they have those. Uh, uh, Phil's Propellers does a couple bass tournaments up there, and I know that. Uh, those are really popular because you're right. It's not a lake that gets a lot of pressure. You know, everybody's going to Whiskey Town or to Shasta. Well, so Dave, that's another good call, Seth. Dave, we've got about one minute left, and I want to give you an opportunity to pimp some subscriptions to Western Outdoor News. So tell them how they can get a, a subscription or a prescription, as I like to call it. Well, thanks, thanks, Seth. It's really simple. You just go to the website, com. And just check it out. Uh, go to the subscriptions page. They run specials from time to time. We have a digital. The good part about the digital is it comes out on Tuesday morning. So reports, we turn them in. I turn them in, really, on Monday morning. So everything is really fresh news. It comes out on Tuesday. The print copy is going to come out on Friday or just a little bit afterwards. But if you want the information, Southern California, Northern California, everything that you've covered just so well this morning, we're going to have something on all of that. So. 
Uh, I appreciate the opportunity. And there's a lot going on out there. National Free... And we just had to cut him off there. <laughs> he was I want going. to thank you all for listening today. We hope you'll join us next week. This is Seth. Tidelines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join, Join us, us next, next week from, from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday, Saturday Morning, morning outdoors. outdoors.